A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Welcome to another episode of the Hayley Morecambe podcast. I am so excited you're here for showing up for yourself, your self-love and self-care. Each week, I gift you the permission and the space to claim the most happy, healthy, abundant life and give you access to the most sparkliest version of you. On this journey together, we'll learn and grow and thrive to be the best version of ourselves. We don't settle for anything less than incredible. I'm your host, Haley, a fitness and nutrition coach, writer, former radio host and journalist, advocate for self-love and self-care, and all-round wellness guru. I'm a mama to the most divine little girl and a fur parent to a cheeky little cavoodle. I am so pumped to take you into another magical episode. Are you ready? Let's go. Just like our health, we all desire glowing, healthy, vibrant skin. I mean, who doesn't want that? And to achieve that naturally from the inside out, meaning when we are healthy and humming along on the inside, we radiate it on the outside. Heck yes, sign me up. That's why I know you are going to hang off every word of this week's guest, Casey Bells. After 15 years in traditional beauty, Casey made the conscious decision to solely focus on a holistic approach to beauty and skincare. She strongly believes that addressing both the external and internal needs of skin, mind and body leads to optimal skin health and well-being. Casey recognizes that nourishing yourself from the inside out is crucial to healthy skin and encourages and guides her clients to investigate and acknowledge the internal root causes of skin skin issues. She sounds pretty amazing, huh? Well, she is. And you can check her out for yourself right now. Let's jump into this week's conversation with Casey Bells. Hey, Casey, thanks so much for jumping in and having a chat today. How are you? I'm great. Thanks, Hayley. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. All the better for having you on board because um, I love chatting to like-minded people um, and all things um, holistic health. And I know the topic that we're talking about today, you know, beauty and going more, you know, low tox and natural and things like that and having, you know, looking after our skin in more of a natural way is 
Um, it is such an important conversation because years ago when I first started to join this low-tox journey, I guess, um, the biggest thing for me and, and why I always bang on about it is one of the biggest things is skin because, you know, it's our biggest organ in our body. Um, and it is it has have so much of an impact. So I want to know your journey of how you became doing what you're doing now, because I think the, the, um, the message that you send with having, you know, low tox natural beauty is so strong and so great. Um, so how did you wind up doing what you're doing today? So it's actually a little bit of a funny story because I, or how I got there because it took a really long time. So Mm. when I first got into using low tox, um, things in my house, let's say, was through, I was suffering with really bad anxiety. And so I started to use essential oils to support that. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I then started to learn about how I could, you know, transfer or swap over products to become low tox. And I started with things, I just had my daughter. So I started with things for her. I started reading ingredients on the things that she had. And then, you know, like nappy creams and stuff like that, that I just mm. Even as a beauty therapist, I just thought that they were fine. Like we're not really taught when we do our beauty course about ingredients. Yeah, we know what they do, but we don't really know how to read the ingredients. Yeah. It's it's all really different. And so that sort of started happening. And then I changed, you know, our cleaning products and I changed what I was washing my hair with. And I was DIYing a lot with oils, but I was very, very reluctant to change my skincare. And so I held off for a really long time. And it was just one of those things that I was like, nope, I'm just, I'm not going to do it. It's not going to work the same. I've worked really hard to get the results that I've got my skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, I didn't do it for ages. And then one day, I think, I don't know, I'd got some points up with my oils or something like that. And I sort of had run out of things to buy and I was DIYing with skin oils and things. And so I tried mm-hmm. um, one of the natural products and the results were pretty good. Um, and that then was sort of like, okay, hold on a minute these products can actually work just as well. And so I then dived into actually finding out more information about ingredients and, and those sort of things and really educating myself and sort of coming out of um, the traditional beauty therapy, which I was not practicing anymore. I'd lost the passion for that. I was, you know, I felt like I was more of a counselor, but I couldn't really do anything for people. And I was just waxing their legs and, you know, I was still treating skin and things like that, but Mm. the results weren't great. And we weren't diving deeper than just superficial. And so I'd really lost the passion for that and didn't want to go back to that at all. Mm. And then I started to, I guess, get invigorated again from educating myself on these natural products. And then it stemmed from there. Wow. It is so, um, I love that everyone, like I'm not one to like throw information down people's throats because I think it's like so important that you come to the time in your life. I believe that things come into your life at the exact same moment that they're the exact moment they're meant to. And the information is presented to you and you absorb it when you're meant to. And it's like what you were just saying then, obviously you lost that passion for beauty and what you were doing because you weren't truly connected to it. And it wasn't until you went on that journey of, you know, um, having your daughter and then investigating a little bit more than that's when it clicked and you're, you are so passionate about what you do now. Do you think that's a difference because you genuinely believe in what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that goes with, you know, if I had have tried the natural products and they didn't work, then I probably yeah. would be back 
you know, three years ago, not working in beauty. I don't know. I might be working at the supermarket. Do you know what I mean? Like that was where I was going. I was just sort of like, I'm done with this. I can't. And that's where I think I got into the oils so much was because I was able to help people a little bit more than just like a topical skincare or something like that. And then that's how it sort of got me into thinking about, yes, low tox, natural skincare, but also how I can actually help the person whole mind, body, skin, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So talk us through like what you do now that's, that's different to that then. Like how do you, you know, cause you thrive in what you do and it's so evident in just even things that you do on social media and when I chat to you in person. So what, what do you offer and what is your, your, your kind of your business vision now? So I guess um, how it is different to what I used to do is, you know, a client would come in, we would get a bit of a plan for them. We would do the treatment. That was really it. Mm-hmm. Now when I consult, it's, totally different. So I'm going into every aspect of their life, whether it's how stressed they are, how they're sleeping, you know, what their emotional well-being is like, any sort of thing like that. And then their physical, um, internal, whether it's gut. Um, so it's a whole, it's a whole big picture now. It's not just, you know, looking at a client and just going, okay, well, I can do this for your skin with what I've got. Mm -hmm. And so I guess my vision is to be able to give people long-term results with what they're using on their skin by giving them a topical solution, but also investing or having them invest in how they feel about themselves and what they sort of feel about themselves as well as then changing their lifestyle. Um, It's just totally totally different to how it used to be. And I get so much more out of it because yes, I'm seeing these amazing results with skin, but I'm also helping to support somebody with these other sort of things that are happening in their life that then just gives them so much happiness, which is what I was missing from beauty in the first place. That connection, that real true, true connection. And that journey that you're spending with someone as well. Like you're going on that journey with them because our skin is like a picture of what's happening on the inside, isn't it? That's right. And so, you know, so many things will show up on the skin after and maybe months after it's been happening internally. And Mm. I'm not just talking about internal like organs, like whatever's happening in that side. It's also then the stress of, you know, what your emotional well-being's like or just stress in general. Like at the minute, people are presenting with skins that you don't you don't see very often, inflamed, Mm. red super dry, flaky, and it's all, or not all, but a lot of the time stemming from this stress that we've got on our nervous system and everything because of what's happening with um, COVID. And, you know, you can't just treat skin and have that there. It's not going to go away. It's Mm. not going to be a long-term result. Yeah, that's right. So what actually, speaking about COVID, I notice my skin is more dry and I've got those stress pimples coming out. What other things are you seeing in people's skin that is so different? Are you seeing a note? I mean, I know you're not physically seeing people at the moment. You're doing more virtual things, but um, what's the impact even wearing masks? I feel like that's more not only like creating probably going to be acne on our skin, but it's creating more stress, you know, wearing these masks and, and hiding our voice kind of thing. I think it has more of an impact across the board, these masks. Well, there's a double-sided thing to that as well, isn't there? Like, I struggle with wearing a mask because I look angry a lot of the time and people (laughs) don't know that I'm smiling. And so people are I'm I'm smiling under here. Like, I just look angry a lot if you can't see my mouth. So there's that side of it. (laughs) So true. If you've got a resting bitch face, I think it is not great for face masks. Yeah, it's not okay. And the other side of it is that people that, 
weren't having very many skin and I don't always like to call them issues because it's you know we go through these cycles and things happen and they're not necessarily mm. negative and I think looking at what's happening at your skin and being like okay I'm wearing a mask and these sorts of things happening you just quite often go towards the negative and then you've got that inner self-talk of my yeah. skin is bad snowballs from there and so I think it's more so that people that would normally have good skin are just coming up to these little hurdles like it be maybe you know a little bit more dry or they are getting a breakout it might not be a lot of breakout mm. and that's all because like a lot of it is because obviously you know we eat and then we put our mask back on and then all of that bacteria is then going onto our skin and can't escape yeah um so there's a few things that I'm getting clients to do, you know, if they can brush their teeth after they eat and then put their mouth and um, put their mask back on, mm -hmm. um, wearing less makeup, using something like a balm as a bit of a protective layer before you pop your mask on, you know, and I think like people forget that when they take their mask off, you know, you really need to cleanse your skin and get rid of anything that's been sitting there. You've mm. got the friction of the mask. And so there's a whole variety of things that are happening. I think people are more conscious of their mouth and that sort of thing now from wearing a mask. And so they're touching it more. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's for people to keep it really simple and to be just using a few key products that are going to help to protect the skin not wearing too much makeup and i think it's a great time to do a switch over from you know if you've been buying a makeup from the supermarket that is to stop oil or to yeah. you know those sorts of things because you then you're just aware of that underneath the mask as well yeah that's right sorry about the dog barking in the background um <laughs> i noticed and i uh, you know and i'm, I'm going to be honest here and I'm, I'm not the only one but reusing your mask i do not wash mine as much as I, you're supposed to you know how it's supposed to be like you've got to wash your mask after every use i am not one of those people and i don't think a lot of people are i will multi-use my mask sometimes i'll use it if i'm just running into the supermarket i'll hang it on the little thing in my car on the gear stick and then i'll use it again maybe the next day um that's probably not great for our skin is it because i sometimes see makeup on the inside of my mask and I'm like oh I really got to do something about that yeah. but I mean you know how many masks are you going to have or how many masks are you going to go through and then that yeah. stems to the environment and you know so it's a little bit hard but I think like if you're putting it on and off for say a period of a couple of hours as soon as you get home making sure you cleanse your face you throw that yeah. in the wash mask in the wash and then you're adding hydration um you know and you can get clean um low tox serums and things that are going to help to stop or prevent a breakout if you know that that's been happening with your skin so something like that would go on the skin so yeah it's just about sort of i guess seeing how your skin is reacting and then trying i'm all about prevention so trying yeah. to prevent as much as you can from these things happening without making it too hard on yourself by yeah wearing a mask for 10 minutes and then having to use another one like it's mm. it's hard I love that. I love that we've just covered that because it's very timely. But I'm going to, I had a question later on and I'm going to say it now because it's a very good segue. Um, pillow, changing our pillowcase, it just reminded me because the mask touching our face is the same as going down onto a pillow um, every night. Talk us through um, how often we should be changing our pillowcases because I know this is something you've asked me before. <laughs> Yeah, so I think this one's a little bit difficult as well because obviously a lot of the time if you want to change your pillowcase, you've got to change your whole bed and that's yeah. hard. I think, you know, at least every week um, mm -hmm. and probably, you know, best case scenario would be like your when you use your um, face washer or your washcloth and you'd be changing it every day, but it's fairly unrealistic. Mm -hmm. So um, 
yeah, I would probably say every four or five days would be ideal, even turning it over. So only using, you know, one side. But as I said, like, it's all really, it's all easy to say that. And I guess it would depend on the client's skin as well. Like if somebody's having reoccurring breakouts or clogged pores or something on one side Side, of their face, and that's, you know, I, when clients come to see me, I check in with them all the time. And then if something like that presents, I can get on top of it fairly quickly and try and narrow it down to what it is. And then we can walk like, okay, the priority here is obviously something linked to your pillow because it seems to be happening after that. And then we would work really closely on that. So mm. it does really depend. And, you know, that's how I work with all of my clients. Like everything is so tailored and so different and I'm checking in with them all the time so that we can try and catch whatever's happening and they can be easy fixes and not even something that is bad. Mm. You know, like we talk about food and we get um, a client to do a food journal, like things can come up that they think they've been doing really well Mm. that is actually interfering with their skin. And they're like, oh, who thought having too much of this would be bad you know it's not sugar or it's not something like that and so it's it's so can it's so confusing for a client and I think that's where you know I really pride myself on working really closely with them and you know it's not always just about skincare it's about that whole range of things yes and I love that and like we were just saying something as simple as a pillowcase I mean that that costs nothing to do um but it's something that you just are more aware of because I remember I heard this tip ages ago and I started doing it and if, if I have to walk down the hallway and grab a pillowcase out of the out of the cupboard and you know come back and change it and it was quite annoying so I had these like little pile I've got these little little piles now that are in my of pillowcases that are in my bedroom so I know it that it's easy every couple of nights I'm like oh I need to change it and then I'll just change it over and yes most of the time they don't match the Duna cover because I'm changing it all the time but it's just something that I'm more aware of now and it's that that whole holistic approach so talk us through you were just mentioning then um, food what's the number one cause would you say sugar for what people what you're uh, seeing with skin it just depends because it, it's so dependent on that client like I I don't really break out with any food, um, good or bad. So it's not oh, a really? trigger for me. Wow. Yeah, my skin is usually, I mean, it's very looked after mm-hmm. um, and I do eat a pretty clean diet. But, mm-hmm. you know, if I, if I eat something that I wouldn't normally, that is on that maybe top five list, I don't break out. But for somebody else, they can have the smallest amount and it may be within a food group, um, but it might be, say, cheese, not milk. And so it's really, really difficult. But I think dairy shows up a lot, mm-hmm. um, gluten, refined sugar, alcohol, um, processed foods, like all of those sorts of things. So I, you know, again, I'm realistic and I definitely don't, you know, tell my clients that I eat clean all the time and I do all of these things and I drink tons of water because some days it doesn't happen. But, um, mm. yeah, they're the, they're the sort of main ones as those highly processed foods or not adding in enough um green veggies and drinking enough water to flush out toxins and things like that. And they can be such an easy thing to change um, to really support your skin. All right. So now we've got like the pillowcase and the food sorted and things like that. And, and um, looking at the more holistic side of things with this, with the stress and, and all of that. Talk us through now. I know you have such amazing um, quality um, product lines that you use. How do you choose who you who you're gonna do who you're gonna go with because I know that 
you know, I'll be looking at something on your Instagram. I'm like, Oh, I love that brand. Cause I've, I've seen it before. And I, I love that you stock that brand and you talk so highly of them and you use them first and you, you know, make sure that you you're so passionate about them. What, what kind of criteria do you go through when you're choosing um, something that's going to sit well with your vision and, and, you know, for the high quality, low tox standards, I guess. So there's a, a number of things. I think one of the, the, the first things is that I generally go with products that I find myself, that mm-hmm. companies don't send me. That just tends to be something that, you know, a lot of the companies, the bigger companies will send you things as a salon to try. And they're not generally the ones that I go with. I go with the ones that are a little bit sort of not as well known. And mm. I think I... I also sort of go towards those because I've been able to go in and have a really good look before I'm even trying anything. So my first thing is I choose what I want to try. Um, I, I then, yes, I then order it um, and try it myself and I'll try Mm -hmm. it probably for about six months. So I stop everything that I'm using that I've currently was using and I just focus on that. Um, I may add other things in, you know, if I've used it for about three months and I'm finding really great results and I want to see how it works with the other products that I've got in the salon. Mm-hmm. Um, the other things obviously that are really important is that, you know, no chemicals, no preservatives, no fragrance, synthetics, that sort of thing. And I think there's a bit of a thing around that at the minute where it's like, oh, you know, but what's it going to really matter if you've got like one bad ingredient in, in skincare and it's, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's probably not going to matter if it's one bad ingredient, but if you're using multiple um, products with ingredients that are not great, it's all about that toxic load. And I just think with beauty, like it's so easy to change to a low tox natural product. And now I know that you can get results. I just feel like, why would you put something on your skin that has all of that stuff in there? Like it just makes no sense now um so that's a big thing i love to go with um aussie if i can mm-hmm. and also small batch which basically means that when i order a product um they make it for me pretty much and so some of the companies wow. are smaller batch than others um but yeah generally like if i ring and i order or email or whatever and order um you know some of the products that i have can take a couple of weeks to get to me because mm. they literally go and make them for me and send them. So they always have an expiry um, as well. And yeah, that's, that's really, really important to me. And I think to have a really close relationship with the people that I, that I purchase from and to really believe in what they do and be really, or have them be really like-minded to what I do in the salon as well. You know, like it, it needs to link up and it needs to link up to the other products that I have in the salon. Yeah. I love that so much. I love that. Um, you love the small batch thing, how they make it up for you because you know that that is so fresh, right? Like that is fresh. And it means there's no preservatives in there. They don't need to have a really long shelf life. Um, but some people don't like that because, you know, I know some people have said to me before, but don't you hate it how you have to use up a product so quickly? Um, but usually like natural things, they're quite small anyway, and you do, you will use it. There is, there is still, you know, you, you, there's no ever, I don't think I've ever had any waste in a natural product. Um, what would you say to that when people are having that concern? I also think that the concern then stems from they've probably got too many products. So they're yes. not using products when they should be. They've either gone out and bought a lot of product mm-hmm. or has sold them product in the past, has sold them too many things and therefore it's impossible for them to use them in time. Yeah. Whereas I'm really mindful of, um, you know, making somebody's routine 
really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it depends on what we're trying to work with results-wise and things like that. And, you know, some people do like to use more things and they will need to use more things. But I think if you're, if you're prescribed the right products um, and the right amount without adding in unnecessary things, then you, you're going to use them within six months. And if yeah. you're not, that's then on the client that's, you know, maybe using them once a week or whatever. And so um, the clients that come to me and when they're educated on how to use them, there's never really a drama with them not being able to finish a product in time. Yeah, that's right. I love, if you walked into my um, ensuite right now and opened up the cupboard, you'd be like, where are the rest of your products? Like, I love that it is so simple and getting rid of like when I did the big, big, throw out um, of all the the toxic products that I have a while ago, had a while ago. Um, oh my gosh, it was so cleansing, <laughs> so to speak, cleansing, um, to, to do that and to really just have a core minimal amount of product that you're using because when you are using really good quality natural products you don't want a massive amount of them you want you you go to's and you and, and I love that it's just so simple so can you talk us through like a real simple like kind of skincare routine that someone could do in the morning and at night because I know that everyone's so different but I know you don't you don't throw kind of a heap of products down people's throat all the time. Like, you know, what, what would be like something that people could invest in if they were only just going to do a couple of products, if they're going to throw out all their, you know, their real high tox, you know, beauty regime, and they were just going to kind of start fresh. What would you suggest? So this is a little bit of a hard one because different product lines that I stock, because I, I, I really, sort of pride myself on stocking a range of products and different brands so that I can really get the results needed. I don't work with machinery and things like that in, Mm -hmm. you know, microabrasion or things like that in clinics. So it is just product. Now, some product lines, you can't use certain products with certain things. So it really depends on the client that comes. But I guess, um, you know, you need a cleanser. You need to be cleansing your skin. Um, what with with the products that I have now, I guess the perfect sort of routine would look. And I always, when I talk to a client about what I want them to use, as I'll say, look, this is what I want you to be using. Best case scenario, if you have yep. no budget, and I've got you where you know, like this is what I want you to use for your results, and I I lay it all out on the line so that next time when they come in, I don't go, oh, so now on this visit, I want you to add this in and then be like, hold on a minute, where has this come from? So mm-hmm. I sit down at the end of that first treatment and consult and sort of say, okay, well, this is this is like the best that we could do for your skin. Whether you take that all and start with it as a different sort of, it doesn't yeah. matter, but this is what I want you to use in the long run. And so obviously, as I said, cleanser. In the morning, it might be something like a serum and a sunscreen, um, depending, you know, if they have um, priority or concern with the eye area, there might be an eye product down there. That's pretty much what you would do in the morning. Of a nighttime, again, depending on the skin, um, usually there would be Uh, two cleansers so we used to do one cleanser and you would cleanse twice but now Mm -hmm. there's been a really big um or a change in that and we do what's called like an oil cleanse which really breaks through makeup dirt grime so you would add that in of a night time um within your other cleanser usually so it'd be two cleansers um now your skin does all of its repairing rejuvenating elimination of toxins and things of a night time so usually there will be a different serum and maybe like a balm or something of a night time depending on what 
the skin type is. So mm. um, that's going to be depending on how dry it is or whether it's sensitized or, or whatnot. But it doesn't have to be complicated. And then um, I guess that would be like your daily routine, routine and adding things in masks are so beneficial mm. um, and exfoliants if and when needed. Yeah, I love and that. that. A once a week sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely love that. One thing you just mentioned then, and I think um, it's a really big topic and I know you're going to love it, um, is sunscreen. A lot of people don't use sunscreen on their face. They automatically think oily. I don't want that shine. Um, talk us through the importance of wearing sunscreen as we're approaching. I mean, we're in spring now as we're approaching the warmer weather. What, why should we be wearing sunscreen? There's so many things around sunscreen, but I guess the biggest one is going to be the fact that being in the sun and sun damage will lead to a pigmentation, but also it's going to lead to um, aging before we may have, if we weren't in the sun so much, or if we we're protecting our skin with some sort of sunscreen. So I think it's really, really important. I'm all about aging gracefully, but I'm also all about wearing sunscreen and trying not to age before I need to sort of thing, especially mm-hmm. when I do so much hard work Um you know, in the bathroom of a morning and an evening or during the week or whatever it is. And so yeah. um, it's so easy to add a sunscreen in. Natural sunscreens can be a little bit of a tricky one because a lot of them don't feel great. And so finding a good one, it took me a really long time to find a good one to stock in the salon. Um, I like face. a yeah wow i'd love to know what that is actually because um i'm the same a lot of the natural ones have you found that they're quite thick and really chalky yeah yeah they often leave a really nice glow Mm. um so again it took me a lot of research to find one that i liked and i think as well um knowing to do your serum and then your um, sunscreen like as two separate products because a serum or a moisturizer is designed to penetrate further into the skin and give you hydration and a sunscreen is for the surface it's not Mm -hmm. meant to be delivered any further than that because you're wanting protection on the surface so a lot of people are like oh do you have you know a moisturizer with a sunscreen in it no i do not they're Mm -hmm. not products that i mix together we do one and then the other um and we're reapplying sunscreen and things like that we're not using it for hydration yeah we want a little bit of glow from a good one and we want sun protection and that's on the surface um, so that's important or that's, that's something that, and everybody's different, but this is just what I found to work and what I believe is right. Yeah. So you're saying do serum, sunscreen, and then the makeup on top, right? Yeah. All right. Which leads me into makeup because (laughs) I love talking about this. And I know that you are all about your natural, not only the natural side of things with makeup, because, oh my goodness, we can put so many chemicals and toxins and be exposed to so many things on our face with our makeup. But I know you love the look of like, you still want that natural beauty to come through. Like you still like a, a good makeup that you can still see your skin underneath. Talk us through that. So I guess when I first see a client, makeup is probably not really even on my radar. I ask them what they're using, but my, mm-hmm. my main focus when somebody comes in is generally because they want to work on their skin. I don't want to hide it with makeup. And so when I was choosing a makeup, yes, it had to be low tox and natural, but I also wanted something that wasn't going to be a mask and wasn't going to cover things because like we don't, it's not meant to be like that. We're not, we're not wanting to cover what's going on with our skin. I want to work with the client to really support and 
I guess, fix what's going on or try to with their yeah. skin and then them not feel like they have to wear thick makeup or a lot of makeup and things like that. So that was really important for me. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely not one of the first things I got in, but I had so many people coming in and saying, oh, I'm using whatever big brand um, and having really big troubles with breakout and clogging. You know, they're full of silicon and so many ingredients that are just so nasty for our skin, whether they're chemical or not. Mm. Um, nothing to even do with the toxic load, but just to do with what they were doing to the skin. I was like, I have an option, um, but I wanted an option that was a little bit more than a mineral. I wanted it to be packed with ingredients that actually do something for the skin. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was, that was a really big priority for me. And it was very hard to find a brand that ticked all those boxes that I could get in Australia. And so I was sort of looking at getting something from the US, but it was just going to work out a very expensive product to retail for the client. Mm. And so, you know, somebody had run out of something and so had I, it would be like three months before, you know, like it just wasn't too hard. Mm. Yeah, way too hard. And so I found something in Australia that is really, really great. Um, You don't get a heavy coverage from the foundation, but I like that because that's Mm. sort of what I'm all about. I'm working with the skin first of all. Um, And that it was, it had ingredients in there that were still going to heal and help with inflammation and redness and hydration. So Mm. sort of more of a skincare makeup rather than a Mm. camouflage, if you like. I love that because if you are doing everything right on the inside, you're eating well, you're exercising, you're, you know, you're looking after your health and then you're adding to that with beautiful, you know, natural beauty products, your makeup should be the last thing as in, in terms of your beauty. Um, but it's a compliment and it's a nice glow. And it is that thing that makes us feel good. Like when we've got makeup on, we just feel so good, but I love, love that, that if your skin's right, and your insides are right, then your makeup is going to look 10 times better and you don't need as much. I, you know, I, I love that so, so much because you can still see bad skin through makeup. You know, you, you catch the light on your skin and if you've got pimples and things, yes, you can't, maybe if you take a photo, you can't see it, but if you catch someone in the, in the light with their, you know, really, really heavy makeup on, you can still see their bad skin underneath. It's just. And you can definitely tell that something's going on underneath. And I think something that I've been really mindful is, you know, I obviously always wear the makeup that I sell, but it's, you know, I generally don't use a lot. I want people to see my skin because I want them to see what then using good product and eating really well and trying to manage stress and sleep and all of those things Mm. will then do to your skin. And so, you know, I'll even have days where, I mean, when I'm home, I never wear makeup. And so when I do an Instagram story or something like that, like I try not to add a filter. I want people to see that what Mm. I'm talking about and what I'm using and that I really, really believe in is this is then what it, what my skin looks like. And yeah, I've got redness and I've got some open pores and I've got things like that, but um, overall it's pretty good. And the same in salon. I was just saying to somebody the other day, I'm like, you know what, when I go back into salon, I'm not going to stress about trying to put foundation on to go to work. I want people to see what my mm. skin looks like when I'm using the product. And so, you know, it's not perfect, but I'm, I definitely don't have bad skin. Um, but I want people to really be able to see that. I love that so much. We need more of you around because I think when you're confident, no matter, so if you, if you walk into work and you're not wearing makeup and you're like kind of a bit, you know, always saying to people, oh, sorry, I'm not wearing makeup today. Or, you know, you're apologizing for it or you're kind of going, you know, really like 
nervous about it, then that, you know, it's the energy gets picked up by other people. But when you walk in and you own a room, no matter what you look like, and you know, you, you have great skin and, you know, not wearing makeup, confidence is so sexy in a way. Like confidence is so amazing, isn't it? Like, I think more of us need to be standing proud and be, you know, going, this is me and this is my skin and this is, you know, my authentic self. I love that. I love your vision behind that. And I think as well, like for people, I want them to be able to see that there's still things that are going on with my skin as well. Like a lot of the time when you go into a salon or a clinic and you're seeing somebody that's, and and nothing against this, this is just not what I do, Mm. but Mm -hmm. that has a full face of makeup, whether you can see whether they've got good skin or not, it can be a little bit then unbelievable or you're like, oh, well, are the products that they're selling and using really working? I want them to see things can still happen. My skin isn't perfect all of the time because... Mm -hmm probably not coming from the product it's probably coming from not drinking enough water or something like that Mm -hmm. and i want them to see that and then believe in what i'm actually telling them because that they can trust because that they can see what my skin is like Mm. so they've got that trust in me that they're like okay you know your skin's not perfect i can see that and you're telling me you're you know this is what you do and this is how you do things and it still looks like that and so there's no false sense of that they're going to have perfect skin within a week or anything like that because they can see going on with mine every time they visit me. I love that. That is so great. That is so great because it, it you're depicting that whole kind of natural approach as well because you're nat- you know you're you're wearing your yourself like you're you're proud in what you do and um yeah I love it. That's and so also good. I think then as well if somebody comes in and say they've got I don't know a full face of makeup and they're just a little bit interested in the foundation that we have, like I can try it on myself or I can do whatever. And then they can see what it looks like. Like it's hard mm. sometimes to go into a salon and, and the, the therapist says, oh yeah, well, I've got all of the makeup on that we stock here. And it's like, but do you really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, if somebody wants to then see it, I can, I can do a quick, you know, makeup on myself and be like, you know, this is what it looks like without mm. having to take, you know, like it's just, I think it gives so much room for really showcasing what I then have in the treatment room um, and they can see me actually using it if they want to see it. Yeah. And who knows how long we're going to be wearing masks for? Like we probably could be saving a lot of money on foundations at the moment. (laughs) This is a really good time to be really caring for our skin and, you know, nourishing our bodies and drinking water and, you know, having that, you know, really focusing on our skincare. And look, if we put a mask on, you need to go out, do your eyebrows and your, on your eye. (laughs) That's all we really need at the moment. Mascara and some eye pencil. And I think this is the perfect time to be really, going back to basics and looking after your skin mm. because it's great to not wear makeup when you're wearing a mask. So why not try and prioritize and really work with that while yeah. we don't have much voice? Um, because I know a lot of people are scared to not wear makeup and, you know, I'd never say to a client, Oh, well, you know, stop doing that and don't do that. And just, you know, use mm. this skincare. And, and that's not what I'm all about. But I guess, again, it goes back to educating about why, what they're using or, you know, having that belief that nobody notices notices the things or conditions that is going on with your skin than you like than you do yeah and you've got to let go of that a little bit and be like it's all right and my skin isn't that bad and you know i can tell a client that comes in oh you know i've seen much worse than your skin like your skin really isn't that bad but to them they're in such a dark place about it and they mm. they hate it and they hate that it's happening and so it's about you know really focusing on our skin does so much for us Mm. and yeah, things are going to present and they're going to show up in your skin. 
and that's okay. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, I love it so much. I think we've, we've, Oh, actually, no, there was one thing I wanted to talk to you about. I know you just said that you don't do a lot of like machinery and things like that. Um, but you do derma rolling. A lot of people yeah. ask about derma rolling. Can you tell us about that? So I guess, um, we've had so much time not in clinic, um, at the minute mm. that most people will use like a dermal, like a roller at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love them and look, I don't not like machinery, but my hands are my, they're my point of difference. So when mm-hmm. somebody comes in for a treatment with me, they get results, but they also get a treatment that they can't get with anybody else. And that's yeah. because of my hands, not because of the machine. And, you know, I'm, I really, really pride myself on the, the massage that I give and the time that I spend doing facials and people quite often are like, Oh, that was the most amazing thing. It was relaxing, but it wasn't fluffy. And then I've got great results. Like it's, I, I can agree I, with that. Yeah, definitely. I love your face. That's why I don't do all of the machinery because you can go anywhere and get that. Mm. Um, and, it, and it doesn't necessarily mean that what I might get machinery wise is um, the same as what somebody else does, but you know, that's what I really, it's about nurturing and nourishing the person, not just popping them, you know, under a machine and leaving them for half an hour or whatever. And that's just how I, how I see it at the minute. Mm. Um, but dermal rollers are really, really good because basically they're great for all skin types as long as you don't have um, any like bacterial infection, um, acne, you know, anything that can spread like that or super sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really good for pretty much getting even better results with things like serums. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they do is I sort of describe it a little bit like aerating a lawn. They've got, they're a little roller. They've got tons and tons of little fine needles and you roll that over the skin. Mm-hmm. You're causing these little punctures in the skin and then you're popping your serum on and allowing that to really penetrate into um, mm-hmm. and further down into the skin. And so it's sort of just opening up everything for that, that to penetrate. The flip side of that is, or the other side of that is that when we do this and we create these little punctures in the skin, our skin then goes into wound healing. And what that does is we overproduce collagen and elastin, which then is really great for fine lines, wrinkles, open mm-hmm. pores, technical scarring, all of that sort of thing. So it's not necessarily something I would start somebody off straight away. And in salon, you can definitely do, um, there's different sizes of the needles. Yeah, I don't I've go up that. very high. I don't feel like I need to. I can still get really good results. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, yeah, obviously I do a lot within the treatment in the salon, but it's what you then do at home as well. So a yeah. big focus of mine is not necessarily, again, how many products you're buying, but what else you're doing that can be contributing to your skin health. Um, yeah, so stuff like that. And then I do Gua Sha, which is like a massage um, lymphatic drainage tool and things like that as well. But I just don't have any of the, you know, your microdermabrasions and things um, like that. I love the gua sha. It's so, it is like a little massage for your face. It's so good. <laughs> you can, and the results with it are so great. Mm, I love it. It's like the little self-care thing that I do at night with the serum, put it on and massage around. So good. When I lived with my mom, she used to do it for me. I taught her how to do it. And then, yeah. Oh. <laughs> You had so your own beauty therapist at home. I know. Now I'm like, mom, I have to do my own gua sha myself. <laughs> so rude. Um, Casey. Lockdown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you so much for sharing all this information today. Is there something that I haven't covered that you'd like to add? I don't think so. I think that's great. I think we've covered everything. Obviously, if anybody has any questions, they can get in touch with us. But yeah, no, I think that that's beautiful.
And how can we get in touch with you? Probably the best way is to just follow me on Instagram. Um, that's generally the best way. So that's um, the dot wellness dot assembly. Um, and yeah, I do a lot of sort of consulting and chatting via that. Um, and then I have online consults and things running at the minute as well. But yeah, even if people just want to ask a few little questions, um, I'm always really happy to help anyone like that. That's totally fine. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'll definitely link to your um, Instagram um, account when I when I share this this brilliant episode. So thank you so much for joining us and chatting us chatting to us all all about if I can speak all about glowing skin, Casey. I have loved it. Thank you so much. No worries. She's a beauty, huh? Pun intended. Now, if you want to learn more or start your natural journey to glowing skin, Casey has very kindly offered listeners to this show a cool little discount. All you have to do is type in THMP, meaning the Hayley Morecambe podcast, at the checkout on her website. And you can jump over there on at www.thewellnessassembly.com.au. Go wild, use the discount, start your journey just swap over and make some changes and see how it feels on your skin see how it feels on your body and just go from there and if you've got any questions you can either reach out to me reach out to Casey um, at her socials as well the wellness assembly like she said and yeah we can continue the conversation there as always I'd love to hear your thoughts any kind of topics uh, you'd like me to cover on the podcast reach out to me on my socials at Haley underscore Morecambe I'd love for you to share this episode share any of my episodes actually the more you share the more you talk about it the more it gets out to more ears and the more we spread this beautiful message to more people to live a truly abundant healthy vibrant life like that is the goal right there I'm putting it out there to the universe because when you talk about your goals more they're more likely to happen so I would appreciate your love um, in sharing this podcast as many times as you can um, and reaching out to me and having a chat Yeah, I think that's about it. Let's check in next week. Sending so much love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.